You're listening to the Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast. I'm Nicole Holcomb, former teacher and school counselor turned civil rights attorney and podcast host. It wasn't that long ago that we learned the reason that our daughter was struggling to learn to read in first grade was dyslexia. Fast forward four years past many hours of research and collaborating with experts in the field of dyslexia. Now I'm sharing the lessons I have learned that took me from being an overwhelmed mom who didn't understand dyslexia to a go-to mom who is helping hundreds of moms each week through education and collaboration. I created the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies and hacks to help you do the same. If you're feeling alone and lost on your parenting dyslexia journey and you're looking to find a mom who gets it, you're in the right place. Let's jump in and get started. Welcome to part two of the Back to School Boot Camp for Moms. And today in part two, I'm talking all about homework stations. If you didn't have a chance to listen to episode 116, where I talked about how to create your own home command center, go take a listen. It is definitely worth your time and will turn your chaos into calm and help you be more organized on that first day of school. But let's jump into homework stations. I don't know about you, but if there is one thing that causes drama at your house on a daily basis, (laughs) yeah, it's some homework. What if you could create a central location where your child could leave her book bag, have supplies for homework, and most importantly, cut down on the chaos of not knowing where a pencil is for that math homework. I don't know about you, but that sounds great to me. So this is, you'll hear some similar things to the command center, but this is not in the same location. This is your child's location, and this is where they are going to do their work. And when our children know exactly where to go to get all of the stuff that they need, and it's all in one location, so they're not having to run around finding things, it makes the ease of homework just that much better. And if we can get them in more of an ease of homework, then it doesn't start off with drama at the very beginning. And it should make the homework go smoother. I mean, it's not going to make the homework easier. (laughs) Wish it did. But it will help as far as just, you know, our children feeling more settled. And, And that's the biggest hurdle sometimes is that mindset. So let's start off with step one. The first thing you're going to think about when you create a homework station is, again, that location, location, location. Location is key. So take a quick tour around your home. Where do you have space for a homework station? Again, it can be a very small space like we talked about in your command center. It can even be a section of a room. Now, I do recommend a central location, especially when your children are young, especially when you're just starting out on your journey of dyslexia because you're going to want to be close by to kind of track where they are keep an eye on when the frustration level gets high and they need to take a break you may need to answer a question it is just easier if they're in a central location to you but if that doesn't work do what works for you and your family you don't have to have a desk for that space we do many times she's not sitting at it but we do have one Uh, but you can use a kitchen table a small desk you know, kind of what works, which leads us right into step two. You want it to be comfortable and functional. So think about, you know, a place in your home where your child would feel at ease. You want them to feel that comfort. And you want to give them a workspace that has plenty of space for them to work. And you also want to be thinking about, you know, the space has to have a, well, the space for the location of the homework station 
doesn't have to be the same location as where the desk is. So it could be that all the supplies are in one place and they work at a different place. If it's all together, that's ideal, but it's not required. Again, you do you. If you need to have the supplies close by and then have them work at a kitchen table, then I've got some great suggestions for that. So it really depends on your space and what your family prefers and how your child best works. So if you're like many moms and you're doing multiple things at one time in the evening, if your child needs to be working on, you know, their homework while you're cooking dinner, it makes sense to have that homework area near the kitchen or it may even make sense to be the kitchen table. Again, whatever works for you. The other piece I would say when you're thinking about comfort and function is that choose colors and themes that your child will relate to. So for example, on my daughter's desk, I have these really long I mean, they kind of look like a mouse pad, but they're more of a desk pad. I had them at one of my offices and I really loved them. And I jumped on Amazon and I found one that was Harry Potter themed. And I'm going to show that to the VIP people because they're, they're going to actually see the video of that. And so well, I'll talk about that here in a little bit, but I will show a picture of that, a video of that, what that looks like. But that mat covers her desk, but it, it gives her a sense of belonging and being her space, not just a space mom created for her, right? So try to incorporate that homework station so your child feels a sense of pride and comfort in that space for it to be their space. Think about it almost like an extension of their bedroom, right? Like it's something that really they identify with without it being distracting, of course, because that can happen as well. So we've talked about a location. We've talked about the just the comfort and the functionality of that space. Next, let's talk about stock. Let's stock it and organize it. So how do we go about stocking this homework station? Well, what I would say is the easiest thing to do is that when you think about stocking that area and organizing the station, you want to think about where are you? This is the best time, really. For those of you that listen to this later, it's fine. But if you do listen to this episode before school starts, when you're buying school supplies this year, buy a few extras so you can have those at home. So it's not having to dig through the backpack for the pencil bag to find the pencil. Go ahead and just buy a few extra things to have at home. And that way you'll have those available quickly and easy access and they won't have the, you know, the opportunity to accidentally leave those things at home because we know how our kids are. They tend to forget and leave things. And, but you also need a place to store all those supplies. I recommend a rolling cart. We have a couple at our house because I use them in my office. My daughter uses them. We have school supplies on some. We have another one that has art supplies. We use them for multiple things. So I recommend a rolling cart. It really works great, especially if you're going to do homework at different locations in your home or if you are going to have homework there at the at the kitchen table because that way you can roll it and put it out of sight or, or whatever you might need to do there. And it keeps everything neat and organized in one location. And again, if, if you're new to Dyslexia Mom Life, I'm very type A. So anything that can take just a little bit of planning to keep it simple, but yet it's organized and keeps my, my calm, my chaos a little more calm, should I say, is a winner in my book. So you will need to, you know, organize those areas. Uh, it could be that it's a part of a desk. It could be that it's a separate, like, um, let's say a bookcase or something that you have beside their desk. It could be a rolling cart. So when you think about those things, think about how you would organize that. Do you need bins? Do you need... Uh, baskets? Do you need shelving? Do you need a uh, do you need a cart? Like, what do you need to organize? 
So be thinking of those pieces. The other piece that you can think about too is, do you need a charging station there for your child? Do you need a place they can plug in technology? And again, if you have extras where they don't have to take things out of backpacks and possibly leave them at home, you know, chargers and things nowadays are are really economical. They're not expensive like they used to be. So you should be able to grab a couple extras next time you're at Walmart or you're on Amazon or whatever, just put them in your cart and then you could have that charging station. So when they're working on that homework or they need to charge that iPad or if they have a a Chromebook or an iPad from school, you can keep that charged. And, you know, the other piece too, if you think about in part one, we talked about command centers, you know, think about that functional space for your child. So another piece that you could think about to organize this space is also having a cork board or a calendar, something up there where your child can kind of see what's what's going on, what's coming up. Great place for them to keep papers off their desk. And as an extra bonus, it teaches our kids some organizational skills. And I don't know about you, but we all need more of those. And if it helps your child to stay on task, you could also have a clock there or a timer. I'm just going to tell you, though, if that causes stress for your child, then I would absolutely skip that piece. But there are pieces there that could be helpful as well. Now, I know I threw a lot at you today, but having a homework station can really be a source of comfort for your child, especially if your child is dyslexic, because homework causes, you know, it's an extension of school, and many times there's writing and things that have to happen, and it can be a source of stress. So let's not add to the stress of figuring out where our pencil is, figuring out, you know, what what's due on Friday, Go ahead and put all that on a calendar. Get all that in a central location. Have a place for her to put her book bag every day, to leave it and to pick it up. Have supplies ready to go. So that's one less headache for you and one less stressor for your kiddo. I know it seems like it's pretty obvious or it may seem, you know, like, why would I even need this? But I guarantee you, if you do these things, it will help your child feel more at ease as they're getting their routine for back to school. And they also know there's a place they can go that has the supplies that they need and they don't have to worry about, did I leave that at school or or did they leave it at home when they get to school the next day? Now, if you want to grab checklist, if you want to see the video where I'm going to show examples of actual homework stations, if you want to also see a done-for-you uh, Amazon shopping list, then you can jump over to dyslexiamomlife.com. At the very top of the website, it says VIP experience. And or if, if, if you're listening to this later, you may have to go into resources or courses or another tab, but it will be there. And I'll also put a link in the show notes and you can go there and register for the VIP experience. It was live last week on July 27th. So part one, two and part three are all live right now. You can go get the videos, the workbook, everything that's done for you. I'm also in the workbooks releasing Uh, Pinterest boards that I've created with all these homework station inspirations, all the command center inspirations. So there is a lot of resources in the VIP experience and you will have access to it. So if your your kiddo or your family's not going back to school till September, it's okay. Go ahead and get access to all that information that you want and need today. And part of the workbook includes those ready to go links. You just click on what you want purchase it from Amazon and it delivers right to your front door. I mean, is that not awesome? Also in the VIP experience, I also include some, uh, what I love. There's a couple really cool busy mom tips in there that I think that you'll enjoy as well. 
So, I've kept it very affordable for everyone. It is $15 for the boot camp for moms. It includes, like I said, part one, part two, and part three. You can get access to all three right now. It includes those video lessons, a workbook, checklist, Pinterest uh, inspirational uh, links there. Just a lot of great stuff. If you are new to dyslexia, you absolutely want to get organized. And so let's do it now at the beginning of the school year and you are going to be amazed at how different it feels in your home. I am so glad that you're here. Please tune in on Wednesday when we finish up this back to school boot camp for mom with part three where I'm going to be talking about communication logs and data notebooks. And you're going to want to make sure you tune in for that one. So don't forget you are not alone. You got this. And if you want to connect with other moms raising kiddos with dyslexia, I would encourage you to come over to the Facebook community. We have a private Facebook group, Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast Community. Amazing moms in there. I'm in there from time to time answering questions as well and posting uh, resources for you. So I would encourage you to come and, and join that community. We really would love to have you there. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you back here for part three of the Back to School Boot Camp.